Welcome to another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. Today, we are chatting with the folks from elections about what it takes to become a poll worker, what it's like working at the precincts on election day, and what they enjoy most about their jobs. And yes, we're even going to talk about Miss Judy's egg salad. So stick around to learn more. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I am Dandrea Bradley, and today we have some folks from elections joining us because the general election is right around the corner, and we are going to talk to those folks who are literally the boots on the ground. With me today, I have Mr. Jeff Taylor, Miss Starla Littlejohn, and Miss Gwen McConnell, and they are precinct workers here in Gaston County, and we just want to welcome them to the Savvy Citizen Podcast. Thank you. So thank, thank you. you all for joining us. All right, so... General elections coming up. Let's talk about it. So what is the first thing that people can expect when they walk into your precinct or into their voting location? They can expect to be greeted. Uh, We will usher them to the position that they need to go. Uh, The precinct that I work at, we have um, alphabets. So they form a line, and the next precinct worker will help that uh, voter. Uh, we try to be friendly. We like to see people coming in. And I know with early voting, it's probably going to be a little bit slower, but we hope that it's going to be a good turnout. Okay. Sounds good. Now, now, Starla, what precinct do you work at? Ashbrook. Ah, Ashbrook High School. Okay. Yeah. One yes. of the largest. You used to vote there some years ago. <laughs> I think it is the largest, isn't it? You guys uh, have a lot of voters. Yeah, we do, but everybody's been early voting, so right. we'll see how that turnout is. Now, as far as the early voting, um, now how does that work with regard to, because not all the precincts are open, there are specific locations where people have to vote if they do early voting. So what are some of those locations like? Does it work the same way, or how does that work? So it's a little different, but just because you get to go to that location, it's not um, dictated by where you live. On the election day, and this is one of the biggest confusions we have on election day, a lot of people go to those early vote places thinking they can still go there and vote. That's only for early vote. On election day, you need to show up at your designated location, which is determined by where you live. You can go online and look it up. You can go to Board of Elections and look it up. But you can't just drop into any place and vote, even though you see the voting sign out there that says come vote. They are going to send you, they will send you to where we can look it up and tell you where you need to go. Um, But then by the time you do all that, you've lost time, you're frustrated. And then we get a little, the brunt of that sometimes when people are going out unprepared, then we catch some of that when they come in. But generally, they're okay with it. Uh, We do the best we can to get them to vote. If it's the end of the day and they don't have time to go to another location, they can vote. Um, provisionally or um, try to get to there where they should be. So um, it's not quite as simple as some people think it is um, if they haven't voted regularly. Gotcha. And and that makes sense because I've seen some of the confusion on mm-hmm. Election Day. Yes. I'm one of those people I generally vote early, 
But this year, so I moved, so I'm in a different precinct now, and so I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm actually <laughs> mm-hmm. going to vote on election day for yeah. the first time in, like, nice. so many years. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You asked a question about what is it like, what do you hope people experience when they come into the polling place? Yes. Well, one of the things I like, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about it until I started working there, is you have all the campaigning energy outside, mm-hmm. all of the campaign workers, all the vote for me, the colorful flyers and the signs, and it's overwhelming, and, you know, strangers coming up to you saying, vote for this, per, all the all that kind of pressure and craziness. Right. When they step inside, I love the fact that all of that is kept outside, and you get to think your thoughts. You hopefully are prepared. You know who you're going to vote for, but you can at least decide on your own without all of the craziness. You come into an orderly place with friendly people who are going to welcome you and say, stand right over here. Let's get your authorization to vote. Yep, there you are. Here's your ballot. Step right over there into a completely private poll booth and do your civic duty. Vote right. your conscience. All the craziness is outside. Inside, you get to you get to free of any outside interference or influence. Maybe I should say mm-hmm. you get to you get to do your thing, and I love that. That's awesome. So, how did you get started working in the polls? Because I know you probably have to go through some type of special training. Uh, for one, you really have to be, you know, maybe politically driven and politically motivated, or at least mm. ha- have an interest in politics. So how do, how do you get started? Okay. So my mother did um, election day for years, and my uncle did. Mm-hmm. Well, when we went to um, computer to do... Um, she always did the provisional ballots, and it was handwritten, and my mother loves to write. So when it went to computer, she got nervous, and she said, I'm not doing it. So one night we went into the election office because we wanted to take our picture and have the card, and my uncle said, you go sign up. So that's how I got involved. Nice. So you were voluntold. Mm-hmm. Yes. Family tradition. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes. That's all right. Now, Jeff, what about you? How did you get involved? <laughs> uh, not as civically minded as you might think. Yeah. Um, my wife came to me a few years ago. We were looking for some ways to make a little extra money. And we always had vacation days we didn't use. We're trying to get creative, a little outside hustle, get something going on. And uh, she said, did you know that they pay people a little bit to work at the polling precincts during elections. I said, no, I thought that was just for old retired people. I mean, I'm being honest. That's I all. had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We get thanked all the time. We, people will come in and they'll say, thank you for volunteering. And I always say, we are happy to serve, but we're not volunteers. Wow. And we even have applications. By the way, if you're coming in to vote and you go, wow, I didn't know you could actually do this. If you got, you know, going to take one or two days a year to do this, we can hand you an application when you come in to vote. And next time around, you can go through the training and, and, and become a precinct worker. So I started totally, I mean, you know, we have party affiliations and political views, but I was not driven at all by partisan politics. This is not the place to get involved. I think if you really want to get behind a party and do Mm. election day, what we do totally nonpartisan, we, Mm -hmm. we drive that home with all of our workers that no matter what your opinion that's left at the door, that's like Mm -hmm. that campaigning stuff. It's outside. When I'm in here, I want to make sure you can come and cast your vote. Right. And I'm going to make it happen no matter who you are, or what party, and people will come in and they will express their opinions. And sometimes they're very adamant, strident in their opinions. And you just say, you nod your head and go, thank you for coming to vote today. That's yeah. that's how I answer everything. Yeah. 
no matter whether I agree, disagree, think you're out of your mind, or whether um, you know, you're just like me, whatever it is, nod my head. Thank you for coming to vote today. Step right over here. And it's nonpartisan. So, yeah, I, I got involved uh, for a little extra money, ended up loving it. I enjoy it. It's a day of so much work, long hours, and you do take a, the training beforehand. It took me years to feel halfway comfortable because it's a job you do once a year, maybe twice. You mm-hmm. work the primary in the spring and then right. the general in the fall. But, uh, yeah, once you get comfortable uh, and if you enjoy people, have great people. You get to know your precinct workers. And uh, I, I love going to South Point in Belmont where, where I work and uh, seeing the same wonderful. And there's new faces every time as well coming to work the day mm-hmm. of. But you, you form a camaraderie, and I look forward to being back every year. That's awesome. So now, Gwen, what about you? How did you get started? Um, I stepped into chief judge position first time wow. I worked. Right off I the had bat. no wow. clue what I was getting into. <laughs> nice. So early 2000s, I started getting a little more involved in local politics, just paying attention, wanting to be aware of what I was voting for and why. And um, through that, I had somebody approach me and said, we, we need another chief judge in Dallas. Would you be willing to do it? And I'm like, Okay, so I go to training, and no doubt some of the terminology is foreign in the beginning, and as Jeff said, because you only do it once or twice a year, um, you are kind of having to refresh yourself, which we go through a training before every election for that reason, which helps. Mm-hmm. But, but let me just make a plug here for all the workers. We show up, I get there at five, between 5.15 and 5.30 in the morning. Yep. We open at 6.30. Right. It's a little stressful because you want everything operating correctly. Um, and by the time we close at 7.30, do the math, it's a long day. Yes. So I'm not going to say we don't get a little frazzled at times, especially on presidential elections where it's nonstop. Um, so people, please come in before 7.30. Please come in around 7 at the latest so we have time to finish up. Because at 7.30, the polls close, but then we have to tally. There is quite a bit of work in make, checks and balances. Checklists. Oh, checklists, my goodness. Checklists, and, Lots and of checklists. I will say, over 20 years, there's been a huge improvement in, in the flow and the way that goes. But there's still a lot, especially if you've been up for 14 hours and trying to do math. Right. But um, a lot of checklists. And for people who are concerned about integrity, Mm -hmm. um, I can say for Gaston County, I have no doubt about our integrity. Um, We have great leadership. I mean, we have to account for every ballot that leaves the place and goes back. We have to account for any ballots that are torn up. Um, You know, everything is... Check and balance. It left, it came back, it's either voted, it was not voted, or it was spoiled. Um, so there's no real way for anything to fall between the cracks in that regard. Um, so I will say, though, that first night as chief judge, I left in tears because I was so stressed out. And, <laughs> oh, and my goodness. Yes. We, had, we had different <laughs> management that time, and I got there and to the office to turn, because I leave, the chief justice, a judge leaves and goes into the board of elections and turns in everything. We make sure everything, all the checks and balances add up, all everything's returned that should have been. So, a credit to our board of elections. Yes, it's absolutely. a long, it's it's a long day for us, but it's an even longer day. It's a longer week, 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 and week mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Um, that said, uh, I got there that night, and management was a little different. I left some signs behind that 
They didn't want to left there inside, locked in the precinct that could have been picked up the next day. No, you got to go get those tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was, luckily, <laughs> there's an, a gentleman that worked with me from Dallas who uh, said, I'll just go meet the police over there. We'll get it, and I'll meet you halfway. So he did. Wow. And, but I, I really went home thinking, I'm not doing that ever, ever, ever again. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, then you calm down and everything. So, okay, I'm going to give him another You try. get a year to yeah. get over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, <laughs> But it does, it does have a lot to do with the people you're working with. You, If yeah. you're working in an area that, in a precinct that you live in, which I do, but I'm rural, and I didn't grow up there, I'm getting to know more people, mm-hmm. you know, just by face and name. That And, and Starla, if you've been working there forever, you probably know these people walking in. Right. Every, a lot of classmates year. coming in that yeah. I haven't seen. Oh. Right. You know, it's right. Good. But we discourage socialization because it's supposed to be quiet, no distractions right. and all that. So that can be a little bit of a challenge if you're working in a local precinct that you know everybody. Exactly. But exactly. I've been doing it for almost 20 years, so I guess it was okay. Ooh, I got yeah. over it. <laughs> you survived. Absolutely. I don't think people realize how much responsibility really falls on, you mm-hmm. know, the precinct workers and what all you guys have to endure. Like, first of all, the training. Let's talk about that. Like, how long is the training and what does that consist of? Miss Kayla is the best. <laughs> I mean, I love her training and I love the handouts that we get. Yeah. And... um I just have to applaud her because Mm. I was a teacher at one time, so I know how hard it is to get information that people can really use, and the information that she gives us is is very useful. And we could just pull out our book. Uh, We had a provision uh, battle yesterday, so we had to go in and look at our book and make sure that we were doing it right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's step-by-step, and it's good. So I encourage people to actually come and be a worker. Yes. Because it, it's a good it's good to do mm-hmm. and it's civic minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, people complain about everything that they do or what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But if you come and you see and try to help us, you know, you can make it better. Yeah. I I, uh, I totally agree and I've I've been doing it probably seven, eight years, something like that. Okay. To see the change and the improvement in mm-hmm. training just in that period of time, mm-hmm. uh, Kayla and all the folks there at the Board of Elections do do a fantastic job. So you go for a class one evening. Mm-hmm. And uh, at first, the first time, it's like, okay, I'm remembering none of this. <laughs> this is very scary. I'm maybe going to jail. I don't know what I, I don't know how I'm going to mess this up. But <laughs> but you are there with a team. And I, the first time I did, I was so glad to have some real veterans mm-hmm. that have been working there for years mm-hmm. to hold my hand as an assistant and walk me through. But you go, th- you go for that one evening where you basically a two hour class. Now there's video materials and they're improving it every, every mm-hmm. cycle. It's getting a little better. Okay. And you do have a handbook mm-hmm. and they have handbooks there at the precinct. It's part of the materials that are there. So you can flip through stuff while you're sitting there going, okay, how do I handle the change of address or whatever the issue is? But th- they continue to get better. It, it does take time. I think it's good for people not to be thrown in as a, as a, <laughs> like Gwen was as a, as a chief, chief judge. judge. That's <laughs> tough, man. That's drinking no. from a fire hose uh, right <laughs> off the bat. But uh, having a good team there, and you realize, okay, and, and you you can withstand a mistake. They're minor, and they can. There's ways to correct things, mm-hmm. and the human element is there, right? You've got the checks and the balances. I love it as a precinct chief judge, knowing I've got the other judges there to catch me, help me. I ask questions all the time, mm-hmm. even though, you know, you're the guy, you're the person that's supposed to know. I don't know everything. I always go, right. hey, uh, help me with this again. And, and, and uh, it's great having a team. 
And it's great when you've got people working with you that have already done early vote. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because they've already been doing their feet wet. Okay, I've been doing this last two weeks, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, The training itself, they allow three hours, but it's usually less. It depends on how many of those people you get in there to ask questions. (laughs) (laughs) You hope for a group that knows everything and just goes, flies right through. Um, And they offer it during the day, too. So a lot of flexibility. And now the video. They've gone to the video. video. So you can can retake Mm -hmm. modules of the training online. It's okay. great. Yeah. And on the day of the election, the Board of Elections is always, they've got yes. a phone. The phone is right there. Uh, if I don't know, if I'm not sure about something, I call and they want me through it. They tell me what we need to do. So it's not like you're just thrown out there on your own. Here's your training. Now go do it. Right. Uh, you know, so very nice safety net. Okay, yes. great. So it's not sink or swim. No, no. no. There are still no. scenarios that I've not encountered, right. you know, yes. crazy weird things. Yes. And, I mean, that, that phone is in my pocket, and it's the number one speed dial, <laughs> yep. Board of Elections, BOE. Yep. That's the first button. And I'll just I'll call, and whoever answers the phone, you go, all right, here's what I got now. So you get very comfortable with relying mm-hmm. on them, and they walk you through everything. Well, and then it helps, especially if you've done early voting, that you're on the job training. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And then it prepares you for like the general election, That's election right. day. That's right. Which can be so much crazier. <laughs> but the difference with early voting and election day, we get to use a computer. Yes. And early voting. Oh, that's right. But you use poll books on election day. So, you know, you're flipping through and you're trying to find the person's name and you're like, oh, God. and then me, I'm bad with names. So I have to say, how do you spell that? Right. So um, people are easy to talk to when they come in there. Mm-hmm. Most of them are not frustrated. You know, right. they just want to vote. Yeah. So, um, but when we don't find their names, we like, okay, that's when we call the chief judge over and we ask him to uh, make a call or that we'll send them to the help desk and the help desk will help them out. Okay. Now, generally, what time of day is the busiest at, at the precinct? I think it depends on the location. Yeah. I it always really have three or four people waiting in line at 6.30. And it's those guys that are going to work. Gotcha. You know, so, and then mm-hmm. it's usually steady through the mornings. Uh, mm-hmm. You'd think it would be lunchtime would be swamped. I mm-hmm. don't generally see that. I, and I, I do see it pick up after school. A lot of times parents right. have picked up their kids and come yeah. by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on presidential elections, it's pretty steady. Um, wow. So, and and like I said, Ashbrook might be totally different than where I am in the little town Dallas. Right. But, you know, it, it depends with all the people that's doing the early voting. Yes. I don't know what to expect this year. Uh-uh. Early know, voting has don't. changed things, I think, yes. permanently. Yes. I, I think there is a... A definite shift in the percentage of your voters that come into the precinct day of. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, we stay we stay fairly busy and steady. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, people have gotten concerned, and people have gotten involved, and people have gotten educated, and they go, you know what? And plus, hey, life happens, and yes. yeah, stuff can keep you from showing up the day of. Uh, it's an extra responsibility that you get one day to do. Right. So a lot of people are going, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to go early vote, and so we're seeing huge numbers of that. So it changes the the amount of traffic that we. See see in, in, a, in a good way because we're not overly stressed That's right true. i can't exactly. imagine working you know 30 years ago when i used to go vote one day yeah so anybody ever had yeah. mm-hmm. and except for absentee and absentee had to be for a good reason you just didn't do it just to avoid showing up on election day right and 
So the presidential elections, you could count on standing in line for the big a wraparound really, lines. You haven't really seen those time. in a few years. I haven't seen them at my precinct, I should say. The mm-hmm. big out the door, down the mm-hmm. street kind of lines that used to be common. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, I remember when I first started voting. So it was so funny because, um, you know, I'm telling my age here, but my very first election that I was legally able to vote in was um, voting for president. It was Bill Clinton running for his second term. Okay. So, like, we did a, a mock election when I was uh, in, I guess, seventh or eighth grade. I was at Southwest. And he had won that election. And then several years later, I was, like, 18. I was finally able to vote. And, <laughs> and you know, so I voted during that election. But I remember voting um, over at the Bessemer City Rec Center because we lived in – uh, right off Highway 74 mm-hmm. between Bessemer City and Kings Mountain. Yep. And so that's where we had to vote. And I remember just being so excited. I didn't care that I was like standing in line for like an hour to vote. I was just so excited because I, I get to vote finally. So, but I, you Not everybody see, is excited to I stand was in say, line. That's, yeah. refreshing. <laughs> that's refreshing. You, you don't see that too no, much you anymore. No, you don't. But I mean, it's, it's such an important part of our civic duty and mm-hmm. who we are as Americans that, you know, you just want people to, to be excited that you get to make a difference. And you, you have those folks that are like, well, what does it matter? Why vote? Because right. whoever gets in office, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. My vote doesn't count. But obviously, votes do count because we saw in this last election right. um, how important it is that people actually get out there. And I think we have so many people doing early voting now as a result of the last election. I think so, too. And you have so many checks and balances in place mm-hmm. as a result because, you know, the integrity of our election process was questioned. And now, you know, people are just like they're paying so much more attention. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the positives. I think you do have to always do your due diligence. You can't just take it for granted that everything's OK. Um, but you can't also just assume like some that um, oh it's all it's all rigged blah 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 it's right. it's not and you've got to, but but if you don't get involved you don't know right exactly and you don't know what you don't know right That's true. so you know let's just kind of if you can talk to the average citizen the average voter you know from your perspective as a precinct worker like what do you want them to know most about whether it's early voting or you know voting on election day what do you want them to know um back to the issue of trust i would say uh i love the fact gwen gwen referenced that the people uh don't always know. I didn't until I got involved, but I love uh, getting questions because people, there's so much in the air. There's, there's such a divide and, and extreme views on both sides and, and things are thrown around and posted on social media about, you know, the, all of the craziness and there, there's craziness, but I love it when people come in and go, how do I know this vote counts? Right. Oh, okay. Great question. You know, how do I know it's not going to be hacked by the Russians or, you know, mm. some, you know all this crazy stuff that, that you know, well, I, I'm able to say, look, here's the process. We're going to hand you it. We're going to verify that you're a registered voter and you're in the right place. And if not, we can take care of that, too. But we're going to make sure you're at the right place. We're going to hand you your paper ballot. You're going to walk over there to that, to that voting booth, that poll booth by yourself, and you're going to mark your vote. You're going to you're going to vote in every race that's on that ballot that you care to vote for. Then you're going to walk over to this machine. Now, that's where they go, OK, how do I know that that's not, you know. 
it's not on the internet, the machines that we use, and the systems are always, uh, the Board of Election is evaluating, and, and, and this does get up to the lawmakers of our state and those kind of folks who make decisions, but but we've got good equipment that they mm-hmm. make sure, okay, this is a tabulator. You're going to put your vote in. It's going to read it. It's, it's a machine that reads what's on there. It's not on the internet. You know, everything is stored. And then at the end of the night, we get a printout that says, here are all the counts of every vote in every race on every ballot that was put into this machine. So you have the hard copy. The ballots are in the machine. So they can, mm-hmm. if they need to, they can count ballots by hand. Then they also have the tabulation that's been done by the machine. So, so I, I love the fact you can explain, look, we've got, we've got precinct workers, judges of, of both parties, both major parties, Democrat, Republican. We also have independents that work there. So we're all friends. We all get along. We have a great time. We balance each other out. Nobody can come up with some kind of, you know, plan to, to subvert, you know, you're, you're being, you're being held accountable, if you will, by your coworkers right. in a good way, in a really good way. And, and the system is set up to work, and the system is set up to be um, verified and to, to count accurately. And so I, I tell them, you, you, can, you can trust that. I feel so much better because I'm a citizen, too. I, count a, I, I cast my ballot as well. I want to know it's going to count. Exactly. And so you can reassure people that way. Awesome. Now, what do you guys love most about being precinct workers? Like, you know, what, what do you love most? What makes you so passionate about doing it? Why do you keep doing it? I think because we care and we want everybody to know that the election is fair. Mm -hmm. I had a um, voter come in yesterday and she brought me her um, ATV uh, authorization to vote. And she said, I didn't have to show my ID. And she said, how do you know that it's me? I said, you stated your name, didn't you? I said, didn't you state your address? She said, I did. I said, so when we put it in the computer, it pulled up your name. I say, and that's how we know it's you. So I think she felt better about that. Mm -hmm. But everybody comes in, I want to show you ID. And people might cheat, but I don't think people cheat. You know, people want to be honest about voting. That's what I feel. And when she said that, you know, it kind of hurt me to my heart to think that she thinks that somebody is coming in and voting for her. And that's what I want people to know. When you come in and you state your name and your address, yeah, somebody might know that information. But we ask you to verify, is this you? And once they voted, if somebody else came in with her information and we pulled her up, it's going to say she's already voted. That's true. So at that point, then we go to the Board of Elections, so here's an issue, and they're going to run with it to research it from there. Gotcha. So there's no way that that person can vote twice right? in, in our current system. Now, let me just say, North Carolina's system is going to be different from another state. Right. Every mm-hmm. state's system can be different, correct? So uh, we can stay for Gaston County, our experience, top-notch. We have no worries about anything. We trust the system. We trust the people. We like what we're doing. Um, but, like, we're doing – I know Mecklenburg, I think you said, has been doing paper ball, uh, paper books for quite some time, right? They use computers. Oh, they use computers. Okay, I got it backwards then. So – when we do, and when we say we use computers or or poll books, so early they're walking in, they've got a laptop in front of them, they pull it up, okay, so they can see. You could pull up anybody in the whole county mm-hmm. on that computer. On 
day of election, I'm going to have at my precinct these big three-ring notebooks, and there's about three of them, about that thick, with all the names of everybody in the county that is registered, registered to vote. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you come in, you give me your name, I look it up alphabetically, I take the label off, I put it on the ATV, it goes over. So if somebody would show up with that name after that label's gone. That tells me they've already voted. So whether it's computer or paper, we've got a system in place that lets us know that this person's already voted. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. And I think that would make people feel more comfortable knowing that, you know, no one can come and vote in your name. Right. And there's no chance for, you know, multiple votes to be counted or whatnot. And let me just say, so, and on those labels, if it was early voted, it's already noted. They've already voted. So you can vote twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I may have one that says you need to check their ID mm-hmm. because there's some reason that, and that's on the label. So they'll, they'll have anything that's red flagged is there for us to see when somebody comes in, if we have a reason to, to question. Yeah. To question anything. If there, but, and the provisional process is there as the yes. backstop. You go, okay, I can't find this. This this person is insistent that they haven't voted right. or there's something that's wrong. Right. Sometimes you just can't find them mm-hmm. right. because things happen. Yeah. It is still a human process and, and things happen. You can always go to the provisional to say, look, I'm very sorry we couldn't find you. Come right over here and cast a provisional ballot. And we explain that means, yes, it's not a regular ballot, but we're going to mark on there the reason why you can't cast a regular ballot today. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find you in the poll book, for example. Or or you're challenging, and maybe it, I've never had it happen where somebody's come in and it says you've already voted, and they go, no, I absolutely have not. So I'm glad to start this point. I've not encountered that. Voter ID is a thing that p- politicians are deciding, and so ways to improve and enhance security, that's something we can think about. And that's way above what we do mm-hmm. on, on election day. But we can say if there's any issue, provisionally you're going to vote it's going to be marked here's the reason why you get a little tracking information it goes to the board of elections Mm -hmm. so they have i think 10 days to Mm -hmm. to research all of the provisional ballots go why wasn't her ballot able to be counted okay let's do the research okay she actually was registered to vote she was just at the wrong precinct they make the rulings and then you get to follow up as a voter you get a little tracking information you can call and say hey what happened to my ballot and they'll tell you what the, the disposition was, what their decision was. So if we encounter problems, you don't know where it came from. Usually it's just an error. I mean, that's 99.9% of what happens. It's mm-hmm. just an error. Um, the, but regardless, the Board of Elections is there to do that investigation for every individual vote where there was a question. So necessitating the provisional ballot, they're going to resolve it. That's awesome. And it's good that those checks and balances are in place. Absolutely. So now if someone was interested in becoming a, you know, precinct worker, a poll worker, um, what would you say to them and how would they get started? Please join us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Call Um, the Board of Elections and they'll get them signed up and in the loop for the next training and take it from there. Sounds like there's always a need, especially since so many people are doing early voting now Mm -hmm. and you know, we we have more elections on the horizon. Yes. You know, especially since the next election is a presidential election. Right. Which is always, you know, always gets more voter turnout. So the need is there. Well, and I think that's the other thing that I liked about getting more involved in this aspect. It makes you pay more attention to the local 
it and, does. and state elections, which, to be quite frank, affect us more than the presidential does because right. it's what we live in day by day. And yet it's the one we pay the least attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will find it makes you more aware. You start paying attention to who's running. You don't have to get immersed in it, but you at least you do need to be educated enough because, let's face it, social media news they tell you what they want you to know. They tell you in a way to influence you to believe what whatever their agenda is. But if you don't do your own due diligence, do you really know who you're voting for and what they stand for? Right. Or how they've even voted in the past. Mm-hmm. They may say this to get elected, but what have they been doing since they've been in office? Mm-hmm. Is that a little bit of work required? Yes. But is it worth it? Yes, it should be. I mean, that's the what makes our country and our county and our state what it is. And then you asked, what, what what do you like most about this day? That's, I think, getting to the heart of it. For me, I feel like we're all being Americans. We're all, right. you know, this is this experiment in democracy. We're actually doing it. This is when it's not mm-hmm. theoretical anymore. You're actually getting off your couch. You're going down to your polling place. You are educated, hopefully, on the issues and the candidates. And you're standing in line if there is a line. Whether you do it early, whether you do it day of, you're going down there and you're casting your vote. I love seeing everybody there from the community. I love... I love Miss Judy's egg salad. She's one of my poll workers. <laughs> she brings egg salad every time. We don't get to leave. We have to stay there all day. So it's bring your food. It's like a potluck. Okay. And so the, the, just what I mean by that is it's just the human aspect of friendships that develop over time. I don't mm-hmm. live in the precinct that I help to, to, to run. I live on the other side of town. So I get to go to Belmont, and I have a whole set of friends in Belmont now after these years that I love. I don't want to go anywhere else. And I get to have Miss Judy's egg salad. I get to see people come in. We're all Americans doing our thing. And, yeah. and whether we agree or disagree, we get along. We're friends and family. And we're casting our vote, hopefully making a difference to determine the direction that we want to see our, our, our community and ultimately our country go in. That's a great feeling. Yes. Absolutely. And Jeff made a good point, too, on working. Um, the day of the election, you show up early, you don't leave. And you're there all day. That's yep. a security type thing. Right. Um, early vote, on the other hand, you can work in shifts. So True. people who are not up to spending 14, 16 hours mm-hmm. at the poll on the day to work, the early vote is the perfect place it for is. that. Yeah. Awesome. And the thing about early voting, you can register and vote yes. on the same day. Yes. It's a great point, Starling. Which has yeah. become another confusion on the day of the election. But, I mean. Yeah, you can't do that on the day of, no, the, election. Can't do exactly. on the, day of the election. Exactly. Yes. But you've got until Saturday afternoon at two or three, what is it, three? Three. 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 It's three o'clock this Saturday. You can show up and do that. Oh, Tuesday, right. you cannot. Yeah, my daughter, when she turned 18 and she registered and voted on the same day, it was a proud moment. Mm. I, I took nice. a picture and everything. <laughs> no. We love that. It. We love it. Yeah. First-time yes. voters, man. Yeah. Oh, yes. I make a big deal about mm. it, and, yeah. and we, we we make them feel special. Right. Oh, yeah. And and she, like, I got a picture of her, like, registering, got a picture of her, you know, voting, and then just kind of, you know, inserting her ballot into the machine. Because nice. I, was I was a proud mama. <laughs> Gotta be. <Yeah. laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about, you know, Election Day or what it takes to to be a precinct worker? Just please vote. Vote. Come and vote. Come and vote. Get out the vote. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Jeff, Starla, Gwen, thank you for coming on to the Savvy Citizen podcast. And we look forward to having more conversations in the future about elections. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.